Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Mission Audition. On this episode, we will go over 11 handpicked segments from yours truly, Jeff Bremner, the producer and editor of this show. We'll be going over key pieces of advice from each one of this year's coaches. Without further ado, let's get into it. Tommy Griffiths. So what is it that makes them successful? What makes them the most marketable? Why is it you see these names that always are getting the work, whether it's Voices.com or, or any other agency, for example? What is it that they do that makes them successful? And one of the keys is the audition. Quite often, the clients, they don't know what they want until they hear it. And it's your job as a voice actor to figure that out by using context clues, by finding the intent of the writer, by understanding what the message is. And as Kyle said, in describing the direction, sound like you're smiling, sound upbeat and all that. That's wrong. You don't want to sound upbeat. You want to be upbeat. You don't want to sound like you're buying into all of this. You truly want to buy into it. The audience, the general public, their BS meters are so sensitive. They peg into the red when they hear something that is not genuine. And to try to sound like you're smiling, as opposed to really feeling it and smiling, is so key to the difference between being genuine and just trying to sound like you're genuine. Zone is an augmented reality app that is changing the way people work remotely. Here's how it works. First, install the app and connect it with your VR headset. Open FlowZone and your physical surroundings will instantly be transformed into a workspace that will help you focus when you need to connect with colleagues and blur out the distractions of home. Toggle between calming and otherworldly landscapes. Okay, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Sorry, Erica. So many breathing issues. There seems to be a, a lot of processing issues as well. But the number one thing that I hear is breathing. And that's key. Often scripts are not written well. Sometimes there are run-on sentences. They go on and on and on and on. But it's your job as a voiceover professional to figure that out. Start with a full tank of air. Breathe in those opportune moments. If you listen back, she takes breaths before like the word and or wherever she needs a breath. And it calls attention to itself. And it, it sounds unprofessional. There's a lot of mouth noise. And it, it's clear that that's something that needs a little bit of work. Rachel Alina. Hi, and welcome to our on-demand video series, From Pitch to Close. Designed to help you win new business, this course provides you with real-world selling strategies right across the sales cycle. Equipped with video modules, including C-level objection handling, qualifying opportunities, negotiating best practices, and more, this is the perfect training program for anyone selling business-to-business -business products or services. So, Rachel, what do you think? Well, this particular voice is super sellable in today's market. I will tell you that right now. It is a really nice, rich tone, and she skirts the edge between being professional and being casual uh, in a nice way, although I have some suggestion there. She's got really nice studio quality, which you will hear me say a gazillion times over and over during this session that we're doing here today. Without it, don't bother. I know you can have okay studio quality, and that's for the really lower level jobs. But if you don't have it, you're just not going to compete in the marketplace, no matter how good your voice is. 
I will tell you that in my experience, I believe the client will really like this and they may like it as is. Chances are very high that they will hire her for this job and say, we would like it to be slightly more relatable and casual because you told me in the beginning when I looked at these specs, we want persuasive and authentic. So those two things have to be paired. And she's very uh, articulate and she's not a drill sergeant, but there is a level of uh, lack of connection that I think in today's e-learnings, people get really lost here. Connection matters in almost all of your e-learnings or any voiceover, unless you're doing a promo piece. So that would be what I would save her. A lot of people get stuck in working on how to compress and how to equalize and how to do these noise reductions and all that. And to be honest, when I do my recordings, the, you know, the better your equipment, the better the sound. But I take out my breaths and make sure I don't have room tone. And then unless the client asks for something else, my technique on the mic should be good enough to get rid of those P's and to handle mouth noise and all of that stuff. Bruce Cronenberg. The nailing the audition in three takes has a lot to do with that because it has a lot to do with the fact that they want one take. So I try to uh, work with students to get them to trust their instincts within those three takes and don't like spend all night, you know, trying to figure it out. You got three takes within those three takes, figure out which one you feel the best about and go ahead and send it. It's a hard decision, you know, but I think you have to trust your instincts because you don't really, really know what they want. I mean, you've been given some specs, you have some idea, you know. But ultimately, it comes down to being able to coach yourself and be objective enough to send the take that you like the best. I said, well, what brings you here? And he go, and they're like, well, everybody at work tells me I have a great voice and I, and I should be doing voiceovers. And I'll say to them, well, you know, it's really not about your voice. And they're like, what do you mean? It's really not. It has a lot more to do with your ability to interpret copy and make it sound real. So this person has a great voice and a great quality. But I think he was relying too much on that. I think that if another audition, for instance, with someone else where they were leaning more in, into the uh, character would have been a lot more interesting and a lot more closer to getting booked than this guy would, even though um, he's got a great voice. Let's listen to audition number four. Oh, boy, this does not look good. The infamous one-eyed bear from the campground dump has conquered your campsite and is really going to town on your station wagon. Well, I guess you now know why Kathy and Leanne call that one-eyed bear the Cyclops. You have insurance. You need Minsurance. All right. So, yeah, that's a pretty great audition, uh, in my opinion. First of all, his sound quality. He's got a great mic, obviously. Sounds like he's got a Neumann 103, but I could be wrong. But it sounds like one. He's in a booth, obviously. Um, he's acoustically treated perfectly. And he's got a great voice, but... Uh, unlike the other audition, he goes for the humor and it's subtle. Okay. It's not over the top. It's implied in there. Okay. He is responding to what's going on in the visual, but he's doing it almost like, you know, like a funny narrator mm. or something. And I really like that. I really think that's right for the spot. I mean, I know that they say they want, you know, like a, an every man, like a real guy. He still sounds like a real guy, even though he, he has a great voice. And the reason why he, he sounds real is because he's leaning into the humor a lot more, but doing it with subtleties. This is what I'm talking about. When I said earlier about the other folks, how they went over the top, he's exactly in the right place as far as I'm concerned. 
Mm, sweet spot. I really love his audition. Andrea Collins. We need your help. While we want to save every pup and kitten we come across, we don't have enough hands. We need your help if you want to adopt or foster one of the pets you see on our Instagram page or want to donate supplies. Send us a direct message to get started. All right, Andrea. So what do you think? Okay. So what I would say is this feels like classic announcer to me. And we're going for conversational, relatable. And so I can't imagine this voice fitting in with this spot with those particular specs. They had asked for, let me reread the artistic direction. The voice should be upbeat, conversational, yet authoritative in the message they're delivering, but it should also be youthful and hip. So I wouldn't say this delivery is is necessarily hip or youthful. He's got a great movie trailer voice here, but as far as being conversational, it misses the mark. And so this is where I would return to your favorite saved links of what is conversational and just sort of check yourself before you're hopping in to an audition with this sort of conversational request. I found his pacing was very smooth. Like it kind of, it had almost a repeatable pattern that was very uh, soothing. Is there something different in a conversational read that we should looking at pattern wise? Great question. I get into this a little bit more. I have um, 20 tips for mastering the conversational read on my website, andreacollinsconsulting.com. And this is one of the ones on the list is that it's almost like you want to follow a flow where the end of every sentence isn't the same. There's some classic technique moves. You go up, you land down, you go up, you hit the period in a bold way. That's what this talent is, is doing here. Whereas with conversational, let me find the script here. You might say, okay, we need your help. While we want to save every pup and kitten we come across, we don't have enough hands. We need your help. So each sentence, it's got a different ending to it. If you want to adopt or foster one of our pets you see on our Instagram page, or you want to donate supplies, send us a direct message to get started. So I try to switch up the ends a little bit. One end of the sentence is going up. The next one ends a little bit in the middle. Maybe the next one goes down. And I feel like when you do that, you fall into a little bit of a a more normal cadence. Mm -hmm. I've heard people use the tip of record yourself having a conversation in a coffee shop and let it play out long enough that you don't remember that you're recording your conversation so that you can listen back and hear those natural ups and downs in the flow. So it's really interesting to hear that same tip being resonated here, just a different way to get to it. Bradford Hastings. What a low pass filter does is you pick a frequency, say 10K, high frequencies, right? It's allowing the low frequencies to pass. It's the worst naming of any device I've ever heard in my life because you think it should be the other way around. But it is a a low pass filter cuts highs and a high pass filter cuts lows. And it allows the, the high pass allows the highs to pass and the low pass allows the lows to pass to keep going through. So and you can set it. At a, de- at, at a X decibels per octave, because when you're talking about frequencies on, a, on, a, on an EQ, you're talking about notes on a piano. This is how you can look at it. When you tune a guitar, you tune a guitar to A440, which is 440 hertz. Well, if you look at an EQ, you can pick 440 hertz and cut 440 hertz. There's a note attached to that. There's a sine wave attached to that. So when you start looking at your EQ 
you, you'll see that things are at decibels per octave, these high and low pass filters. And an octave is simply doubling. So 440, an octave below 440 is 220. An octave above is 880. And so if so you know that if you cut something from 12 decibels per octave at 10K, then what that means is by 20K, it will have reduced by 12 decibels, right? So, and you can shape it. You can make it six decibels per octave. So from 10K to 20K, it'll reduce by six decibels. It'll be a softer shoulder, if you will, more gradual uh, roll-off. But, you know, and then as it continues, it will get quieter and quieter, obviously. If you do it too sharply, it can become aggressive and you can start to hear it. And my rule, general rule with tools, either at a compressor, EQ, gate, if you can hear it, you're using it wrong. Um, I don't want to be able to hear it. I just want it to do what it needs to do. The one thing it needs to do, which is manage my high ends. I don't want it to hear. I don't want to hear it affecting T's, D's, P's, S's, that sort of thing. It just needs to affect those supersonic frequencies that are getting in the way. Kim Handysides. Helping a client through their accident claim can be a difficult process. Not only is the client still in shock from their experience, they may also be awaiting their funds or payout. If a client calls and wants to know when their claim will be processed and when they will receive their funds, here are the steps you should take. Wow, I feel like that was a good one. But that's yeah. just me. What did you think, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> I really like that one, too. That was really nice. Um, in fact, I, uh, my first listen, I went, wow, that's, I love that. That's it. That's great. So it's interesting. I, 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 is this true, like, guys, when, when you're going through uh, a list of, like, 60 auditions or whatever, um, I've heard very often, oh, get, get it in as quickly as you can because you're listening for the one that, uh, the first one that you love, and that becomes your benchmark. And then that is the yes. one that you compare everything else to. And that's, I guess, right. yeah. So he would be our benchmark of like, ooh, that's really, really great. Because he's like, he's friendly. He's professional. He's informative. Um, so he would be like, okay, is it, now I'd have to listen again. What was, what was wrong? The pacing right. was pretty good with that. Um, it was uh, pretty matter of fact, um, which, which is a very... Uh, which is another way of saying millennial read. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter and I, my daughter and I argue about that all the time. I said, it sounds millennial to me. And she says, mom, it's not millennial. Stop that. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So uh, this one really like set the foundation for you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was good. This is very much, I find being a, 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 creative performer, a voiceover artist is very much like being an athlete because there are times when, you know, it's like a professional athlete is a hockey player, for example. Um, how many, how many, how many games do they win? How many yep. games yeah. do they win? How many goals do they score? And how many do, how much do they practice beforehand? Yep. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, it's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta put the time in, you gotta put the love in. And, and then, and then, yeah, then every once in a while you do get the wins, and then you get more wins, and then you get more, and it's like, it becomes yep. cumulative. Yeah. Bill DeWeese. Tired of sifting through classified ads and online directories to find your new home rental? Did you know you can hire a real estate agent to help pinpoint the most suitable units for you and your family? Relieve the stress of finding units and setting up viewings. Connect with one of our trusted real estate agents that specializes in finding rental homes. Visit SpecializedRealty.com to learn more. Amazing. All righty, Bill. Lead us off here. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, let me just say... 
kudos on the audio. That's that's solid audio. It's quiet. It's well treated. There's no sound reflections. Everything. There's a little bit of compression in there, and enough to give it a little pop and presence. But it's not over baked, as we'd like to say it. A little. A, 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 what is it? Less is more. That's the philosophy on audio processing. That's again. That's another discussion. But audio is good. Uh, the only other th- thing I was here's my here's my big critique on this particular read. He's operating in one gear the entire time. And the paradigm is control. And so what I mean by control is everything, he's working very hard to make sure everything is paced evenly. And and that's very common. I mean, and we all do it to some degree. And you have to, if you're aware of it, you can kind of get out of it. But that's present presentation mode is control. I want everything to sound. And it goes back to sound. I want to sound good. You, I, We don't care if you sound good. We want you to Feel something. Make this right. a personal experience to you. And everything becomes, you know, it's very one-dimensional. There's not even an acknowledgement of problem and, and solution. You have to acknowledge what's going on, even if it's slight. If there's a little bit, you should exhibit with this script, I think, a little bit of frustration. You know, have you ever felt this before? But but if you do this, you know, your life's going to be so much better. It's going to be amazing, you know. And so um, that's me ad living without a script. And there was no words from the actual script in that, by the way. But that's, <laughs> but that's the idea. Frustration, oh, and solution and, and hope. And I didn't get any sense of that. He just sounded nice, but it was very one-dimensional. Acknowledge what's going on. Yeah. So do you feel since it was like in the same gear, in the same space, that it's just in that sense, it's tough to be what it's supposed to be proud and professional for these, for this yeah, script, right? It becomes, unfortunately, and I, I don't say this to be cruel, but it was boring, not because there's a lack of ability there, not that at all. It's just that the focus was on all the wrong, it was on the wrong thing. Right. You know, there you mentioned proud. Okay, well, what if you felt proud? What's the thing you've done that made you feel the most proud? And, right. if, you know, come, come from that, but don't, you know, don't focus on trying to sound good because what happens is you get, well, you know, some people might call it a flat read, but it is very one dimensional. There's, and it's, you just tune out after three or four seconds because it's not going anywhere. It's just, it's just plowing straight ahead to yeah. nowhere. And it comes, it comes back to that belief, right? So kind yes. of all what it gears back to for sure. Absolutely. Gina Scarpa. Work, life, balance. Impossible? Not anymore. Introducing Weequilibrium, a productivity app that seamlessly brings together your personal and professional goals into a streamlined schedule that puts your dreams within reach. Download it for free at Weequilibrium.com today. What do you think? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I liked this one. First of all, I liked the laugh. Not anymore, right? That's conversational. And and I know we kind of used... Some of us, we use the laugh a lot. Um, but in this case, I really liked it. They may say in the final version of it, I don't need the laugh here, but I kind of like that it's there because it made it feel light and bright and positive. I would personally give a little more space in between work-life balance and basically all the sentences because pacing-wise, it felt a little rushed. But overall, I felt this person sounded friendly, knowledgeable, approachable, and it fit very well with what the client would be looking for. Amazing. And really good audio, as uh, I'm sure yes. listeners can tell. Really 100%. strong audio. Read was great. Um, is there any tips at all that that you would have for this audition besides pacing? Anything that stands out for you or would you give A1 across the board? Honestly, I thought it was a very good read. If that's the only thing I have to say, that's something that can be fixed. That's something that if they book him on the job, they can say, 
just give a little more space in between. The reason why I like to give just a little bit of breathing room is A, so that the listener can process what's happening and it gives me a chance to maybe shift my energy and tone. And the other thing is to think about what it looks like from a video perspective, because, I, you know, if it's a video narration, there's animations, there's text. And if we're just rushing into the next sentence, there's no time on the video right, yeah. side to be transitioning. So we don't want to leave a lot of space, but we don't want to leave too little space. And that's what I'm saying. It's a very, very fine line. Um, it's something that I learned a lot, you know, in theater as well. Someone would go see maybe a community theater show. I remember someone went to go see a show and the show is typically very long. It's like three hours long, maybe even longer with intermission, but it ended up being over four. And they were like, the show was terrible. I'm like, I bet it wasn't that terrible. I bet their pacing was deadly slow. I bet their set changes took too long. And now we've increased the show length by 30 to 45 minutes. And it feels bad when it wasn't really probably that mm-hmm. bad at all. So mm-hmm. pacing really, really matters. And it's just like, I don't know. It's like intuitive. It's something that you need to learn. So, um, however, in this case, I just felt like it was just like slightly rushed and I'm being picky, but, but overall very, very strong read. Anthony Reese. Like many other philosophers who significantly extended our knowledge of nature, Galileo had a remarkable aptitude for inventing instruments designed for philosophical research. To facilitate his practical work, we find that in 1599, he had engaged a skill workman to live in his house and be constantly at hand to try devices that were forever springing from Galileo's fertile brain. What's the first thing that comes into mind for that one, Anthony? You know, it's funny. People are probably going to think, what is that guy out of his mind? It's the same thing. Same old song and dance. (laughs) <laughs> the, re- the reality is, uh, again, I happen to know this talent. And um, uh, again, it's that it's just too quick. It's too fast. It's just it's just like Speedy Gonzalez syndrome. It's just too fast from a standpoint of the consumer doesn't have time to stay in your shadow. Uh, you're pulling away and they are literally falling further and further behind. In order for you to retain them, and keep them locked in, we have Mm. to create uh, that rhythm and the cadence, but at the same time, we have to create basically an environment where they can stay with us. You know, when I talk to a lot of my lecturers and uh, keynote speakers and authors that go out on book tours and stuff and tell them how to engage your audience, work the stage and all that, the reality is um, if you've got a room full of people's faces lit up with a phone, you've lost them. If you've got a room full of people who are phone is facing you and you want them over and the way the key to that is exactly what we're talking about here allow them time to stay with you and get into the conversation with you and feel what you're saying if you're rambling on you're too quick like that read was a little bit too fast you're going to basically just blow through and you're going to pull away and they're going to fall behind and not to pay attention i felt that it was a little bit musically alive too um they wanted to be engaging and they wanted to be bright and they wanted to be kind of leaning towards the series, which is, I kind of think is a contrasting input. Talk about confusing the talent sometimes, but the reality is it was a little bit musically or sing songy, I call it. It had a little bit too much going on. Uh, when I coach talent on my color lesson that I work with talent on, uh, I teach in concept of yellow and the yellow color is an animated or a non-animated use of the yellow color. Like a, when we build a soundscape, Yellow is musically alive. It allows us the freedom to use the entire vocal register, lower, middle, upper, and go all over the place. And the reality is it had a little bit, I felt too much sing-songy musicalness going on. I understood what the talent was trying to do, but there is a time where less is more. 
And this is one of those cases where in this particular project, it would be a little bit more sustained within a step, two-step, you know, three-step area of the of musical scale without going all over the place, up and down too quick. So that comes to being sing-songy. Um, overall, though, again, I heard a few of the same kind of enunciation problems. Right, yep. And again, on the word constantly, it's constantly. And I heard constantly. And if you go back and whoever you are and listen to your audition, you're going to hear it too. Shelly Shinoy. If that's not our friends rearing their ugly heads, then I'm not a lieutenant. All right, boys, strap up. We got to move. Quadrant 760, we're making our way to the battleground. Eyes on the horizon. <gasps> Peters, what have you? Get down, all of you, now! Turn that thing off, Peters. What are you trying to do? Get us all killed? Ah! Oh, God, no, Peters! Ugh. You shot me, you donkey! No, no! You sit yourself down. I'm gonna handle this myself. Yeah, so, uh, this guy, what a delight, first of all. What a delight. Yeah. Um, the missing element here, uh, you guys all know what the secret to comedy is, right? Go go on. Being, Enlighten us. Being funny. <laughs> it's timing. Okay. So <laughs> so you notice that the the gapped out, you know, yeah. so if a slow. he it was so spaced out that he missed the beat, right? You right. missed the punchline, you missed the beat, you missed the rhythm of the scene, right? Um like I said earlier, it's not voice reading, it's voice acting. And so therefore, you know, the, the, the misnomer, like I said, is that it's voice reading and not voice acting is not true. You've got to understand and know your beats, your objective, your pacing, what the stakes are, and above all else, be honest and truthful. Now, there were so many good elements to this guy's voice and his performance, but because of the way that he spaced it out, he missed the joke or jokes. Right. It was just, oh, it was just hanging in there. Right. Oh, I was waiting for it. Um, I wrote down, um, you know, you know, I would have loved to have heard really different choices in take two. But take two was had a slightly different vocal timbre. There were a few other choices. But um, for example, there's the line, you shot me, you donkey. Right. Right. Um, In the original script, it's bleeping idiot, but we put donkey for, uh, okay, it was a lot more fun to say, E for everyone, right? A lot more fun to say the first version, but you shot me donkey could be really, really funny. Um, And, you know, emphasis, right? In any certain word, like my favorite game is um, how dare you, sir, where you choose one word to emphasize each time you say, how dare you, sir? And you just go back and forth between right. two people. How dare you, sir? Right. <laughs> how dare you, sir? Right. How, how dare, dare you, you, sir? Right. It's so right. the emphasis really, really matters. Um, and, and I got, you shot me, you donkey both times. Mm. I would have loved to have heard this guy really hit the joke with like, you shot me, you donkey. Right. You know, and then the recovery. I mean, there's so many like, uh, you know, we'll get into a lot of these vocal performances and just a lot of opportunities missed. Um, 
nobody got electrocuted. Not really. I mean, there's one hint of electrocution. You'll you'll see it coming up. But right. um, but man, so many missed comedic uh, opportunities here. Yeah. Melissa Motes. Work life balance. Three tiny words. An impossible equation that humankind has tried to solve for centuries. What would it mean to your life if you could achieve all of your goals? If family, fitness, and personal finance could come together with career progression and big promotions. Introducing WeCalibrium, a productivity app that seamlessly brings together your personal and professional goals into a streamlined schedule that puts your dreams within reach. Download it for free at WeCalibrium.com today. All right, kick us off, Melissa. Okay, so I have. This voice to my ear is youthful, young mom. She sounds like an elementary teacher. She's just so sweet and comforting, but not too saccharine, right? And we see that a lot in direction um, where you're sweet, but it's not too sweet, right? Um, She cares about the listener. She cares about us. And the melody of the opening triplet, the way she kicked off those three those first little words, work-life balance felt melodically just a hair off. Um, it didn't have like a, a landing point, right? It didn't land quite right, but her voice though was so welcoming and, and sweet that I was like, whatever, I can see past that. I want to hear what else, she, you know, what else she has to say. So, um, I, I did hear that um, the uh, the she established a problem and she definitely had an opinion about it. So going back to the um, here a problem sounding like a problem, a solution sounding like a solution. Great job there. Um, and then sometimes hitting a pronoun can make a, a, a listener feel like it's a little bit more personal. So um, the question: What would it mean to your life? Right? That I haven't heard any talent. Um, do that yet in the uh, in the reads. And in this particular case, I was waiting for that just because of that sweet, comforting undertone to, to the performance. Um, productivity app, again, it could have been cleaner. Uh, into a streamlined schedule felt a little disconnected from the rest of the thought before it. Um, and then your goals are within reach. That line to me I'm sorry. I'm I'm giving love to this talent, but I have to say it was a little bit too precious. Dreams within reach. It just felt a little too contrived again, a little too manufactured. Um, so the rest of it was so sincere and genuine that that line to me just felt overdone. Um, and I will say that the last line was really nice and not too pushed. So I'm being very specific with my notes here because. This is the way a lot of casting directors and, and, and clients are going to listen. And that can make or break whether or not they're going to book a read sometime, or a, a talent sometimes. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this special episode of Mission Audition from Voices. Wishing you a very happy holiday and happy auditioning. <laughs>